Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dwight Call Emily and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people persons paper podcast. Time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Holton Price. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. And happy to be here, too. Right? This is a good one. Skeezin's greeting. A full one. Full and extra full one exactly because uh, we are uh, we are in, it is Christmas time it's in Christmas Scranton, time. Pennsylvania, and you, and, gotta, and you gotta go home. And to celebrate the holidays, we are so happy to welcome back one of our favorite guests, Michael Zampino. But 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 Benny Hanna, Christmas <laughs> exactly. He's back. Man, <laughs> this and, and this is this, this where today we're watching uh, episode ten of season three, Benny Hanna Christmas. But 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 Benny Hanna Christmas. Actually, we're watching ten and eleven. Yes, technically, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Technically, thirty-eight and thirty-nine. Yeah. So, uh, directed by Harold Ramis, this episode. Oh, very cool. The great, rest the great in peace, late Harold Ramis. Late uh, the latest and greatest. Egon, uh, writer, director, Ghostbuster, uh, man of many talents. Yeah, uh, guy who accidentally took ecstasy in Orange County. Yeah, oh, <laughs> remember that part? Oh. You know, that's one of those the, movies I should have watched. And I didn't. We're the same height. That is neat. <laughs> oh yeah, I did need to watch that. That was Jack Black and uh, Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. Mm. Yes, uh, uh, I believe around two thousand. Okay. Yeah, somewhere around there. I miss. Yeah, I need to watch that now. I didn't know Harold Ramis was in that movie. She was like, "I'm gonna burn this mother down," and I was like, "You better not. <laughs> you better not." <laughs> and then I had to take my pants off to run faster out of the flames. It's a solid movie. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's what I've heard, and I'm, I'm sad that I missed out. Yeah. But but this was the first of um, several episodes, Mr. Ramis. Direct, yeah, he, he did a few for a, for a while. A yeah. I feel like in every one he did was like a really good one, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is not, that's no coincidence. For yeah. sure. No. And this is a really good one, and like you said, a, a, a double episode. Now, yeah. And you said it did actually air on two different nights originally? Yeah, that's what he said. I, yeah. No, no, no. I don't know if it was the original airing was two episodes, or okay. if they split it when they in did it in syndication. I'll see what I can here. I, I think it got split in syndication because on Netflix it's one episode, mm-hmm. and later on yeah. when you have like oh. the wedding, it is actually split into two. That makes sense. That leads me to believe that the original airing was just one hour long episode. Yeah, and it, then in syndication they got split. The Dunderpedia says that the episode first aired on December fourteenth, two thousand six. So yeah. it's, it sounds like it's referring yeah. to that as a single piece. Yeah. So. But they do. Yeah, and I think whenever they started putting it on like TBS and Comedy Central and stuff, that's when they split it. Uh, and that makes gotcha. sense because mm-hmm. they don't have they yeah they yeah, never have the, hour long run times. That's the time slot. Well, and then that means that this is the first of a trend that we'll see a lot more on the show, which is when they do the extra long extended episodes. F- I think oh, it's yeah. the first four episodes of season four are all hour long. Yeah, oh, like wow. you got Fun Run, uh, yeah. Dunder Mifflin Infinity, mm-hmm. Launch Party, and Money. Yeah, all all of those are hour longs. Man, some epic episodes coming up for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and like we said, this season, uh, we've got a ton more great stuff coming up in season three. And of course. this episode is, is fantastic. Question so. number one, where's Dwight going to roast that goose? Yeah. He was... brings in the dead goose on the cold open, and he's like, I thought for Christmas I would roast this goose. They have, what, a toaster oven back there? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's he going to roast it in? That's my I, the, the first thing I thought was like, they have a microwave and a toaster oven mm-hmm. and a refrigerator. 
and and just he has a micro roaster maybe the you know he even talks about at Benihana that when you slice the neck there's all the blood you oh, yeah. need a bucket right but where's he gonna do with all the the bucket in his car dinners? apparently yeah. that's what Toby told yeah. him to do it you know a guy like that brings has his has his utensils in his trunk he does he's got a trunk Many full utensils. of stuff he's, he's got a five gallon bucket like just sitting good. in the back seat yeah at he least a hibachi grill back there you know <laughs> his asuba yeah uh, oh knives. but he's like do we have any what does he say we have any paprika in the kitchen no no cayenne pepper Pepper. Cayenne, yeah, pepper. cayenne pepper. Cayenne <laughs> pepper. I, I can pretty much no. The answer to that is probably no. Mm-hmm. Probably not. <laughs> not in the offices in Scranton. I was going to say no. In a, in a, in a, even just in a normal office anywhere, like, you'll have salt and pepper. Yeah. Maybe at the New York oh, branch yeah. for the executives. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe some kind of like red pepper or something spicy. You right. Know? right. You might have a, a, a ground pepper, you know, like a pepper grinder with like a nice peppercorn in it. Yeah, <sighs> exactly. Which is all I'll buy, by the way. That's I'm a pepper snob. Gotta do the grinder thing. I love I'm with you, the yeah. ground peppercorn, man. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. I mm. agree with that. Once you go peppercorn, you don't go back. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not a good rhyme, but no. yeah, I'm on board. Exactly. <laughs> Lyrically, it's weak. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what's flavorfully. So right. yeah, really. yeah, solid, uh, and, solid cold open with the uh, and solid. Goose is good. Goose, uh, you know, like like the, I like that that it Phyllis is, is on board. She's like, it's dead. What's it matter so much if we cook it? He, he the only one that thinks it's crazy. Yeah, Creed. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. only one that's like because Phyllis says it was. Isn't is it so crazy, crazy that we eat it? It's yeah. already dead. Yeah. And he's like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, the one time that the one. he's the rational one. Mm-hmm. That with seems the, very strange. With the extra crazy hair going, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, also, he's going for Kramer. I do love uh, Jim's reaction to Dwight's line about goose grease. <laughs> yes. Win-win. Yeah. Win-win. Very kind of, oh, win-win. And yeah. I love Dwight's reaction almost even more because he he's all oh, yeah. in. Thank you. He's, he's like, thank all you. In. Thank you. This yes. guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some willful, yeah, and 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 the, the way Toby talks about it as if they really did have that conversation, and and he it's just like, come on, Dwight, we talked about it for like a half, half hour. hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would I would have loved to see the original. <laughs> we just went over the original and incident. This is different. You know? <laughs> it was already dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did uh, see it with the duck. Yeah. yeah, it's a duck, and he talks about the. Uh, you yeah, where did he cook some that Some people duck? grew attached yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> some people got attached to the duck. People get attached to ducks. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. I mean, ducks are kind of cute. Yeah. They can be mean. You know, but it's duck geese is... that are mean. Yeah. Exactly. They can be mean you as can, the. You, you can cook that shit all day. We don't care. Well, and I realize it. It, it duck is, is delicious, though. It is sort of a a, a very st- a good st- storytelling. Uh, turn they took here because they're really establishing the whole Dwight is a weird nuisance yeah. quickly. Yeah. And they need to to set up part of the Jim and Pam story. The idea of them pranking him because that prank, an elaborate prank where you're convincing a man that the CIA is... is uh, Recruiting him. Yeah, yes. And going to send Top him secret. on missions and is asking him detailed questions. Like, that's that's one of the dickest Jim and Pam pranks we've seen yet. It's, Fu- it's, funniest it's a, and creative. It's a long con. Yeah, it's, a lo- it's the real long con. Yeah, Pam plays the long con because for sure it's for a Christmas months, gift. Months and months and months. Mm-hmm. And originally this was going to be a solo, but then she got to share it with Jim. Yeah, which just no. Crushed. I think she was doing it the whole time to set it up for him for his Christmas present, being that he got to decide what the mission was. I wonder. That's if how was... she made it sound. But he had just come, he had just come back not too long. Before, what if she though? started doing it right after last Christmas? Yeah. Oh. She didn't even know if he was going to be there. He could have done that from uh, yeah. uh, uh, Stanford. Well, yeah, sure. well, he's been, been sending something. faxes from the future. That's true. She's been planning the really long cost. So great. Yeah. <laughs> They've both been fucking with Dwight. Even like how, mu- how much of Dwight's insanity can be blamed on him versus Jim and Pam? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was heightened. 
So also my my second note here uh is about Michael's bike. Yeah. Um he comes in riding it. Yeah. And then when uh Oscar gets the Lance Armstrong bike, we see Michael trying to learn how to ride a bike. Okay. Continuation errors. That's yeah, a little continuity error. I didn't think about because that, yeah. not only does he ride it in, but they talk about how the wheels are are, are worn, worn and the paint is chipping. Yeah. Yes. So he clearly can ride a bike. Yeah. Somewhere around season five, he just forgot. Oh wow! <laughs> you never forget how to ride. They say. <laughs> but see, only Michael Scott can defy that that such logic. He now says it, he says season... in that episode that he uh, he only rode with training wheels. Oh, okay. Oh, Remember, right. he says, you know, you have the little wheels on the side. Riders non-communicating. Well, and those I guess things, they, too. Is just bound to happen. When it's that was several seasons later. Oh, yeah. Too. But I also feel like, I mean, Steve Carell had a responsibility to be like, no, I've literally I wrote a, a bike, bike for yeah, you guys. Into you know? the Benny Hanna Christmas episode. Like, Oscar Oscar references the wood floors in both episodes. Oh, yes. When they discover wood floors. And, and he, I'm really annoyed that he wasn't just like, guys, I, I've said this for you. you know? Yeah. Or is he just so high on coffee that time that he just forgot that he's seen it before? Yeah, yeah. At least that it does have that kind of uh, plausible. Because the first excuse. one is when Dwight shoots the hole in the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Ay, um, but man, uh, speaking of Michael, though, this is all about Michael. But in this, yeah. Oh man, this is so much about Michael that we even like start part of the episode out with him giving Pam nicknames. It's they're oh, they're, yeah. they're bringing it right back down to what the core of this show is supposed to be. Well, and she hands him the gift from corporate, and there's a moment where he thinks it's from her, and mm-hmm. he is just yeah, blown away. Smitten. He's flabbergasted. He's like, I I'm this so thought. I can't believe you thought enough to get me a gift. And she's mm-hmm. like, it's from corporate, and he's yeah. fucking crushed. Yeah, <laughs> and she makes sure to say it right within then a second. Too. Yeah, he's crushed and annoyed. <laughs> like he just, that's sort of like but, over it, Michael. He, you know? Yeah. Well, over, like why? Yeah. Why didn't smile. you get me a present? Yeah. His, uh, his uh-huh. over smile, terrific. Mm-hmm. Everyone did. Everyone get one. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. The minute he's part of it, he doesn't want. He, he doesn't want that. He wants to be singled out in, in, mm-hmm. in, in, and appreciated. Uh, we also find out that there wasn't enough. So. Who who didn't have one? Someone didn't get one, Ooh. and so Dwight he just says, no, no, "Go I think he take just it." Says there's Toby. not enough. I think he didn't get one. It sounded like no, because Pam hey. handed him his. That's right. Or her? Or yeah. you mean Dwight? Dwight. Yeah, yeah Dwight. Dwight, Dwight, Dwight told Michael. Get one. I Maybe. think it is that Dwight just took his from Toby because yeah. he said, "Take That's it from what Toby." I always thought. And then he just walks back there and just straight jacks it right <laughs> out of his hands. And I love that Toby. Oh. Why? Oh, why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because yeah. he knows he's not going to do shit about it. Yeah. Paul Lieberstein could really hit the pathetic yeah. every man. Uh, also, this episode ruined two songs uh, for me forever. Two Tickets to Paradise. Yeah. I can't hear it without singing Leaving Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then also... Uh, um, Lady? Little, nope, it's not Lady. Little Drummer Boy. Nope, it's not Little Drummer wonder, Boy. No, it's wonderland. We Belong Together. Oof, Ryan. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot hear that without thinking. I'm so, I'm so lucky that the first thing we I think of is... We Belong Together, Ryan. The first thing I think of is Talladega Nights. No, uh, but speaking of Little Drummer Boy, yeah. did you... Okay, so there, I guess there is a reference to Dwight and Angela being a couple so back as to episode one. Exactly, because this is a callback. Episode one, Dwight... When you first see Dwight, he's putting his shit down and he's going and he's singing "Little yeah. Drummer Boy." Oh yeah, yep. I saw that. I saw that theory. I'd buy it. Yeah, sure. Well, why not? Like, he was already intimidating him. They always had that little. I think it was like two or three episode two or three. Yeah, where yeah, they share a first little moment. You know, 
And we, Comfort. Angela, we s- nearly see her crack this episode. <laughs> Angela's queen ice bitch. Mm-hmm. The whole episode. And uh, then we, but then we actually have a sympathy for her at the end, finally. Yeah. Yeah, they do Amazing a good job. Do that. And, and, and in the process, doing lots of great character development for Pam and for Karen, who we, we hadn't seen some from in oh, a minute. The ostensibly good. fucking with Jim Halpert. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. And how Pam completely does it. I'm just, I don't. My evil uh, theory is that she was totally playing the long game with Jim, too, in that way. Pam like, was? Because she knew by being nice to Karen, yeah, that would totally make him feel uncomfortable as oh, well. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this episode, uh, with Pam made me realize uh, that I just do not care for a turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the way it looks. Yeah. I like it I, on her. I don't. Yeah, that I don't like cute. it on anybody. Okay. I literally think it's a, sh- it's a, a look matter. that no one can pull off. Really? Uh, yeah, it just bugs me. Really? There's something about a turtleneck. You know who can pull it off is uh, Diane Keaton. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, she could pull off anything. Been she's there, she's fantastic. That. She's a treasure. She's a treasure. That she's looks like, when I see her in a turtleneck, I'm like, that seems like it makes sense. Yeah. But every other human no on the planet, I see a turtleneck, and I'm like, why does your neck look so long? It's her hair, because her hair frames her face in a very way that, that helps break up the, the the effect of the turtleneck, which <sighs> is sort of a weird But like I said, it. I think it's everybody. This isn't just a Pam and a yeah. turtleneck no, thing. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't, I don't care for a turtleneck. There's I don't reasons like I never wear it. I don't want a turtleneck. I, I don't want a dickie. Yeah, nope. <laughs> I could be biased because I did grow up wearing turtlenecks. Did you? Yeah. I did. Oof. Yeah, there, there's that admission. A lot of everybody. turtlenecks on the old Sittler photos. A lot of turtlenecks. You'll find it. I was addicted. Those online. It's like I, being I, choked I, I, by a, what was the Hedberg joke yeah, about choke choked by a weak midget? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a slow, slow death. But Pammy, <sighs> Pammy pulls it off for me. I think so. And her and Karen seem to have fun, and we get that great uh, antagonism between those two and Angela. Starting, yeah. of course, with Angela kicking Garen out of the party planning committee. Yeah, you guys are way ahead of me. I took my oh. notes chronologically. We're, we're oh, oh, we will. We'll bounce back. We'll bounce back to that. Yeah, but because we'll we haven't even touched on oh, the no. fucking Skeezins greetings <laughs> photo yet. The catalyst for the episode being oh yeah Carol breaking up with Michael in the beginning of the episode. And, and goodbye, Carol. Oh man. <laughs> well, goodbye, and Carol. what I love about it is is the way that when she asks, "What is this?" Yeah, and he describes the card. It's it's me. Our Christmas card. It's out skiing with your kids. He describes it like it happened to the person uh-huh. who knows it didn't happen. It's such. Bold. <laughs> you, you, you really think it's bold? bold. Is I bold mean, the right word? <laughs> right, and that's, that's <laughs> that scene with Jim is perfect. Yeah, is it, it's very bold to Photoshop yourself into a picture of your girlfriend and her kids and her ex-husband. Uh-huh. Is bold the right, right word? word? Yeah, Michael's a bold guy. Yeah, presumably. Oh my Not god, really. <laughs> he's delusional. I yeah, think that's the that's the, the yeah. It's it, it's insane. Like how much they. They want you to believe that Michael can be that clueless, and the yeah. way that Steve Carell pulls it off, and, right. and, and with the little next to your kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, I was, uh, oh I yeah, I'm, your, I was always I was within your heart, in your heart, and next to your kids. Uh huh. <laughs> oh god, so creepy. <laughs> because that isn't creepy. Uh, and then <laughs> that leads that leads to uh, a scene that I just adored is Michael laying on the floor behind oh, Pam's. God. Desk, mm-hmm. just saying, it hurts. Well, even it hurts my heart. It hurts my stomach. Uh, and it with, hurts with my arms. And then, the, <laughs> and then she goes, "Well, don't lay like that." Yeah. Why are you laying like that? Oh, thanks. And I love how Carol leaves Michael with the "I I don't know how to deal." Holds up the card with this. Yeah. Or with the proposal. Yeah. <laughs> she could. It, it's and such, not gonna work with us, <laughs> Carol. You walk out that door, it's over. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. 
She yeah. let him down easy. Uh, yeah. But then Michael laying behind Karen or uh, behind Pam's desk, we get a glimpse into uh, how vanilla Michael is with sex. Yeah. Uh, because he's like uh, <laughs> says something about like you know what if she there were things that she wanted to do in the bedroom that were foreign <laughs> and scary. <laughs> yeah. Some wine would have helped. Oh, I think, that line's I think, great. I think you know what I'm referring to. Yeah. No, he says, do you know what I'm talking, <laughs> you know what about? I'm yeah. talking about? And she's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do not. Now, is it that Michael's so vanilla, or is Carol really a freak? No, I think it's Michael's think very so. vanilla. So there's no way Carol, yeah. And then I was so wondering great. Jan's the, the one freak. that turns him around. And we know that that's coming around the corner Right, now, because so that's cool. they have she's, a safe word that she pretends not to hear. Jan is like the accelerated course that he's not ready for. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like, though, Michael could be the kind of guy that needs a safe word on some far more vanilla things than you might expect. Yes. <laughs> some wine might have been. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unusual positions. He's like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine Carol trying to peg him or something. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, see, my mind kind of went there. Like, yeah, I can imagine Jan doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine, like, maybe Carol wanted that's, to, that's, and then <laughs> he let Jan. <laughs> that's Jan's normal t- repertoire. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah. a Tuesday for Jan, but, like, this just seems yeah. out of character for Carol. Yeah, 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 yeah. She seemed like she would be relatively vanilla. You would yeah. say, you would think so. Hey, so, but those those are sometimes the craziest ones. Yeah. This is, this is true. Well, I and, uh, that's what, yeah. that, that's, that's what I had that little voice in my back of my head she's like she could be the crazy one maybe but yeah uh not just real estate karen getting kicked out of the party planning committee is such a brutal thing and you know the the oh, silence yeah. from phyllis and pam uh, the way that and angela Meredith just keeps in there too yeah yeah, Meredith too. yeah. yeah they're all just held hostage in that whole thing yeah and i uh i, I love the fact that, that pam joins up with her because in that scene y- there is an element of like come on pam why aren't you speaking up you know yeah because yeah, well she yes. they make eye contact and pam just looks down and it's yeah. like oh you coward that yeah. little side shot you perfect. coward Looking you could downwards. Have, yeah. yeah yeah and there's the whole double entendre like how she feels she's being cold to karen for mm-hmm. some reason right we all know the real unsaid reason well, yeah everybody yeah. knows why obviously yeah. but then I, I, and how she sort of and I she got I your dick too, i shouldn't be cold to her anymore yeah <laughs> And she and I, I love that because the way it's written and the way that uh, uh, Jenna Fisher and uh, Rashida Jones play it, it, it comes off very natural. You see oh, Pam really it. making an effort. Really, the two respond off each other well. It's another reason why I'm sad we lost Karen because I, if we could have found a way, I would have loved to have seen more of the two of them. I would and, concur. And even like the scene where, where Karen's like, oh, I don't think it went far enough. And Pam gets those chills. That's played. It, it plays very real. Uh-huh. And it, it's, oh, it was such a great uh, a great running thread through this episode. Yeah, which uh, is why... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, which is why Jim is so concerned when yep. he sees this going down because he can, it's like, <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Well, Grant I see- Branch and the Sanford <laughs> Branch are finally getting along. And he could see them. You know, <laughs> yeah. And that's what you want, right? And really perfects his off look to his, of his uh, uncomfortableness. And, and of course, uh, you know, later in the episode, we'll also see that not all of the uh, uh, branches are getting along because, of, of course, Angela and Hannah Smotrich Barr have that oh, great yeah. scene with the the nuts not breaking. The Try harder, harder. <laughs> and then she just smashes it with the bottom of the nut. Yeah, breaker. which I love. And, and for as little as we get, by of the way, that Angela's blouse yeah. is bananas. <laughs> yeah. That's straight out of the little toys. Like little it, it, toy it, section. it's insanity. Yeah. It's lace. It's like see-through in parts. It's, it's sheer. It's mm. frilly. It's all over the place. Doesn't it have little like little things on it? Oh, too? yeah. Little colorful things? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of Little House of the Prairie mm-hmm. or, or something. It, yeah, or it's 18th very... century dolls. Yeah, yeah just yeah. dolls, like as she says later on. Yeah. It's very pioneer times. Pi- <laughs> yeah. 
Well, then she does stuff she like does. stand with her hands clasped <laughs> in front of her, you know, like, like, like stuff that like sort of looks she's like so would, proper. And uh, then randomly she has like a green streak in the back of her hair because she's punk rock, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was weird. Oh, God, we get that beautiful moment where Kevin is making some coffee and Toby comes up, pats him on the back and then rubs the robe mm-hmm. and is just lamenting about not having one of his own and is yep. like, oh, this feels so nice. <laughs> and then Kevin is just like, what the fuck just happened to me? Did Toby just flirt with me? I mean, he like touches him twice. Oh, because yeah, yeah he, no, he lingers on lingers, it and he like rubs it like with his fingertips. And imagine on that on your back uh, from your HR director. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the way Kevin just sort of like looks like the head of HR the comes over, taps you on the back, and then just lovingly rubs his fingertips across it. And you don't know that it's because of the robe. Oh, yeah. No, no. Just know it's him and so you're you. Good. It's Ke- so good. Kevin's little look to the left of the camera. You saw that, right? Yeah. yeah like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, did you get that? What the fuck? <laughs> we get a ton of good Kevin in this episode. We get him the, being the one who do- can't decide between the two parties. And, uh, well, and uh, everybody's, yeah. everybody's lured between the two parties based on their vices. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Meredith, they get her by saying, we have vodka, lots of it. <laughs> lots <Yeah>. of it. <laughs> and then Kevin is just brownies and cupcakes. That's all it takes to get Kevin. Yeah, yep. and that, but that's a big decision, though. It almost doesn't get him yeah. because of Angela. <laughs> Although I do love Ryan. Uh, I miss the days when there was only one party I didn't want to go to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bringing the snark. I do well, love Ryan has had some great <laughs> moments in this episode. He has one of my best line deliveries in, in the whole season, in, in, in the series, in this show, which is the one where he's given the excuses to Michael. Mm. And the excuses are great. Jim comes back at him with the, you know, leave some for the rest of us. And he, he immediately lists off three more. And then he's got that line. Like uh, plantar fasciitis. Uh, uh, Planters. My grandfather died in World, World War II. II. I went there last night. Yeah. I just ate there last <laughs> night. That was from the original. That was from the original, yeah. yeah. And he says, uh, look, look alive, Halpert. Welcome back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that delivery is like one of my favorite Ryan moments. And continuing their weird him and Jim strange well, like, it's, the fir- it's one are of the first not, times or... that he's super it, that he's actually like aggressive and competitive towards Jim. oh he's yeah. he's ramping it's it up uh, here other than there. than taking the chair yeah this that is was, this, this is like I think yeah, his second act of, of, of overt aggression towards Jim and it, it's got a very it's very playful too like there's a, I guess it's not overt that was the wrong word it's, yeah. it's but it's, it is like an act of, of sort of but uh, it's definitely an aggressive it's a power move oh it's absolutely a power move. yeah yeah it's showing off Showing but then his. Jim pulls a big power move as uh, Karen and Pam form a new committee, yep. and Jim oh, inserts himself as oh. the committee to determine the validity of the co- of the two committees, and, and he's, he's now in session. <laughs> yeah, and he's the sole member. <laughs> Dwight says permission to join the validity committee. Validity committee, so fun and tough to say, yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Validity committee. Validity committee. And that's just such a cool uh, example of Jim using Dwight's uh, constant. Willingness to play to 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 accomplish his goals to to sort of get him back because yeah. if Dwight will sort of be like nope I'm I'm the number three I'm the decider so if Jim comes I'm in and says decider. well I'm the number two I'm the decider he knows Dwight has to acquiesce like he had that just the way Dwight's mind works because Dwight respects the hierarchy yes exactly like he 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 respects the uh, yeah he respects everyone's positions and he realizes oh. that oh I I I might think I should have more authority but technically I don't therefore I lose yeah yeah he yeah. he definitely has that respect for that and. 
and it's uh well because if he doesn't then it's the second he gets up to that point that he wants to be then he can't expect anybody to respect to yep. respect him he respects the game yeah the system uh, but <laughs> he's a rule he's a rule follower order always. structure i mean that's order, all dwight tactileness you know? that's him but and that's great too because it, it, it was a fun scene to bring angela pam and karen and have them all interacting with Dwight and then Jim. Like, it's to see the looks between them and the way that the power sort of moves between that group is just, uh, it was a really great scene to have that for, the, for that many actors. Oh, yep. hell yeah. Back and forth. But then we get Andy inviting Michael out to lunch. Benny Hanna. <laughs> and he oh, says, <laughs> I got the perfect place. He says, Hooters? He says, no, Benny Hanna. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Come on, it's my treat. And that's what convinces Michael to go. He says, well, I need my entourage. He says, come on. uh, Jim, Pam, (laughs) Jim, Jim, we're going to Asian Hooters. (laughs) (laughs) Load up the car, kids. We're going to Asian Hooters. (laughs) Girl's totally hot, though. Like, yeah, exactly. He's just because Andy said uh, the girls are still totally hot. And then he's like, oh, obviously, it's just the Asian version of Hooters. Yeah. Because we're (laughs) is not. Not not even fundamentally. Like, though, they're they're fully clothed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't. I'm, I'm sure there are waiters at Benihana. Like, it's, it's not a. It's well, not Cindy was their wait waitress. Yeah, exa- but I mean, I'm sure there are male waiters. Oh, absolutely. Too, you know? so it's, well, it's, and you spend arguably more time with the male cook in front of exactly, you than you do yeah. with the waitstaff. Yeah, you don't see them as much anyway because they're only responsible for your drinks. They're more an equal opportunity at Asian Hooters. Yes. Yeah, but the invitation right? to Benihana does lead to one of the best uh, little testimonial. Uh, oh. Solo moments, most brilliant yeah. of all time, which is the Bros Before Hoes. Oh yeah, enough mm-hmm. said. Which is uh, Bros Before Hoes, because <laughs> what does he say? The bros are always there for you. Yeah, they got your back when your hoe rips your heart out, mm-hmm. and you were nothing but good to your hoe. And then suddenly, <laughs> she told us she was better than all, all the other hoes in the world. And suddenly, she's not <laughs> your <laughs> hoe, no mo. I don't know how he does not lose it. In oh, that. I'm. Sh- there had to be so many. Oh, takes God. of that. If so he got nice. that in one fucking take, I mm-hmm. swear to God, like just give him all the awards to transfer his his voice. Just that, and then yeah. <laughs> she's not your no. hoe, no mo. That the, the scene where he's listening to the goodbye, my lover. The facial expressions. Ooh, where he's oh, the face acting. Oh, the face acting alone is when you like Steve Carell's so good at being funny mm-hmm. with his yeah. face and like everything. And that it's, scene is on fire because the camera is perfect. The way that it, the way that it pans back. And this is where I got to give extra props to Harold Ramis for the if if he was the one directing this. Sure. Then you know, panning to Michael. Panning to Dwight as he's removing everything from Carol. Mm-hmm. Pan back to oh, the door with... Oh, she saved you $300 hey, <laughs> by not reporting a mold problem, right? Panning back to the door with, with Andy. Hey, what's the haps? Yeah. <laughs> Smam! Yeah. <laughs> Shut the door. Back to them. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, and Dwight's perfect, like, oh, you're old Why don't condo. you just buy the song? <laughs> yeah. I love that part. I just want to taste. I just want to taste it. Yeah. I just want to taste a little yeah. taste. <laughs> I laughed so hard the first time I think I saw that when... When he just clicks it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember that, too, because that was a, a big thing, was all the music sites where you could buy MP3s yeah. always had the little sample. Yeah, and I, I, I do like... it was. I think it was impressive that Michael was able to portray, just through his face, that that the character is trying to manufacture tears. Yeah. Oh, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not... You're not seeing an actor pretending to cry. Mm. You're seeing him 
portray that Michael is trying to make himself cry. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to make it look like he's crying. He hurts, but he's not crying hurt, and he wants to be crying exactly. hurt. Exactly. He wants to over... Because he wants the sympathy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. The way he makes his frown like that is, that's got to hurt your face. I don't know. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. a little... A little too far, but you're right. He's really milking it as hard as he can. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, two things on Benihana that I have real quick. Yeah. Uh, on when they're at Benihana anyway. Yeah. Uh, so they get in, and they're trying to sit down, and then the couple sits down, causing Dwight to have to sit on the other side of the... Why the fuck, in any situation, would they have not said, oh, well, clearly you four are together. There's two chairs yeah. over here. We'll slide down one. My, mine was Dwight just saying, hey, w- do you mind if I sit with my party? Right. Well, <laughs> but Michael busts his balls right there. With right, the, but you'd the think that the couple yeah. would be like, oh, yeah. no, 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 oh, I, the, yeah. I don't want to do that. But they, uh, that would make me feel super uncomfortable immediately. But they were yeah. just like, no, our yeah. seats. Yeah, we, we're not paid extra, so we don't have any speaking lines. Yeah. And if they're like, and then they're just sitting there the whole time while he's yelling right across them, he could say, you know what? You could sit here. Yeah. But Michael <laughs> says, Dwight, don't bother them. They're on a date. Uh, it's fucking noon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's noon. It's... And that's the thing that I right. noticed in the episode, too, is when, when the girls leave the party at the end, it's... They're saying, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, because it's f- like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they, they, they can just go do whatever. You know? uh, and then the other thing about, uh, about Benihana is uh, eggnog and sake. Yeah. Have not tried it. Sounds disgusting. Yeah. There's already milky sakis. Like, that's a thing. I don't think you... Like, but there's got to be some extra something in there to make that yeah. tolerable. I mean, I think the, good on its the own. only that. alcoholic beverage I think where dairy is passable is a white Russian. Yeah. I cannot think of another alcoholic beverage where you voluntarily add... Dairy, and that's that Damn. was the first thought. Unless in my head you're was just putting like, like Bailey's yeah. in your coffee, yeah, which, which is, is different good. because it's it's, it's a liqueur. Milky. Yeah, and it's in the family. Exactly. It's a liqueur. Yeah, it's, it's not. No. It's it's got about yeah. as much alcohol as wine. Yeah, right. No, I can't think of any others. And white Russians are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Kristen I, Key used to have a great joke about not being able to order drink. Like she doesn't know stuff about drinking or whatever, so she would always <laughs> order the wrong thing. You know, so she'd want to be the cool person that goes up and orders a drink and has someone go, ooh, who's she? <laughs> She's like, but then I fuck it up and I say, like, can I have a Jack and milk? <laughs> and then she pantomimes taking a drink of it and it's like, mm, I'll chew on that later. <laughs> Such a great joke. So I have a theory. I think Michael thinks that the words all-inclusive mean you have to have sex with your partner if you go. Yeah, they're yeah. like that means that their vagina has to include your dick inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I I think the only way that I can imagine is because I think those those old TV ads for things like sandals uh, would would say all inclusive and always have shots of people in their bathing suits on the beach oh. or getting massages, playing in the pool, and I think he just automatically associates all that with. With sex, well, it's it, it would make sense because he brings it up every time. Yeah, when he's talking about sandals. Oh, it's exactly. all inclusive. Yeah, and it's all inclusive. And it's the, sort of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. In the talking head, where he first says it, he makes it seem like like he is like I don't know, like that. That's all he's thinking about, and it's know? all inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he thinks that like the word "all inclusive" means that the you know it's that no longer unspoken that you're going to have sex. Yeah, <laughs> like uh-huh. that part's just included. Yeah, and, and you're it's accepted and known. 
Which is another example of Michael, and we've talked about this so much, uh, the way that he seems to think that the way things play out in a fictional world, and they just they always play out that way, means if you just initiate that kind of scene, it will play out that way here. Yep. Right. He does that Once when he again. takes the pet, the podium in the speech. Uh, and he he's just he knows that if he gets up there to make the he's big gonna speech kill to it. save Dwight, yeah, yeah. with no he thought to what will actually happen, he right. will receive applause. Yeah. He that's thinks what he can ad lib his way through life. Yeah, exactly. Like he's yeah the way he, he outs Martin and the way he uh, you know in his, in his criminal uh, uh, history and, mm-hmm. the, and then the way he uh, tries to make it better later in, in that episode. T- there's two times. Oh, you already did Prison Mike. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Just was, missed it. Uh-huh. I fucking love that episode. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the Dementors. But, uh, mentors. And we see that here. You really think I won't push you up against the wall, Biatch? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my favorite oh, fucking yeah. part. And even the Christmas part. Everybody here. flips out and he's like, hey, hey, hey. It's just the way we talk. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the clink. clink. <laughs> I don't think tanks. we mentioned the clink. The clink. Uh, yeah, the clink. Tanks. Tanks. Yeah, we got tanks. that. Tanks. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Tanks. <laughs> tanks. <laughs> So funny, yeah. Uh, that's a forever classic. I love, I love when Michael pr- is uh, is like not impressed with Benihana, and Andy just so confidently goes, "Wait for the onion, trust me, <laughs> trust me." And then, and then, sure enough, Michael's like, "That was pretty good." He's, yeah. little, <laughs> he's like blown away. <laughs> yeah, I'm still a little kid. Well, that's and I, that's the last forever. time you see him uh, in the right Parts before the where side. they split it. Yeah. So, um, what yeah. I like about that is at least we go out of the uh, the first half of the episode. With Michael now having been told that the girls like him and seeing a cool thing with the food. Well, we leave. He's had some drinks. We leave them smiling. there with yeah. with the with the implication that they're going to go ask the waitresses to come to the Christmas party. Yeah. Yes. But the two girls that they show up with are not, not those the girls, two girls yeah. that we're talking. No, they're not. And and the writers say they they fucked up because originally I guess the girls were supposed that they do get to come were supposed to be a lot less attractive than the other ones or like less oh, desirable yeah. in a way so like the gag to imply is they, that they had to settle they were supposed to make the ones at the restaurant really attractive and the ones they right. got not as attractive or yeah, something like that sure so they were set. so that was apparent and they were like you know we didn't do a good job because the girls that they, they were still cute they were yeah. still, they were still cute. very cute they were all yeah. they were all equally cute Everybody's so cute, they yeah. yeah we just messed up we couldn't do it that's yeah. funny. well so you know how all waitresses song. look like uh, yeah yeah well, or dancing around racism tones. <laughs> well, and that, that's the thing is those <laughs> scenes great. are the cringiest in the episode. There's two or three yeah. scenes specifically where it addresses that whole issue of confusing the girls uh, because of uh, When he's admitting Asian. it to Kevin and Roy mm-hmm. and they just crack the fuck up behind him. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> great Roy moment. That was a good one. Uh, we do get a, a, an awkward Roy moment, though, when he's just lingering, oh. trying to hang out, and then uh, he leaves yeah. the room, and Karen goes, he's cute, you should date him. Oh, yeah. And then Pam <laughs> does a thing that I identify with so much. Yeah. And that is the thing where someone brings up something, and you, the, the reality of it would cause a long story that is mm-hmm. both... Uh, you know, traumatizing and uncomfortable. And, uh, yes, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and not worth yeah. that moment. You know, in that yeah. moment, they're trying to get ready. They're having fun. If she were to tell that story, it's going to not only take a long time, but it's going to kill the entire moment and every all the momentum of the day and all the fun. Right? Exactly. Totally. And I've done that. I don't know how many times in my life where somebody's like, "Oh, you know, we'll just say something," and instead of telling the story, just say, "Oh, yeah, maybe." 
Yeah. That, yeah. And that's how she says. Yeah. That's all she says is, "Yeah, maybe." Yeah, maybe n- not going to get into that right now. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I and, and understand. Oh, I identified with it so hard. But what I love about that is, is all the stuff with Roy. This episode isn't just as much. Uh, to, to for what it is in relation to Pam because there's that comment which is also planting the seed and I mean she is saying maybe to that concept right. you know mm. then later there's the scene where he gives her the gift she seems to really like it that's mm. when uh, someone's singing I think that's when Angela's singing uh, yeah. karaoke and little then, drummer boy yeah, yeah and, and, little drum boy Jim looks right over in time to see him hug Jim sees that yeah mm. and so not only are we reintroducing Roy uh, but uh, as a potential uh, person for Pam. But certainly we're also in the uh, that scene with Michael and uh, was it Kevin? We're almost having Roy be reintroduced to the audience. He's he's dressing well. He's nice. People call him attractive. He gives gifts. He's hanging out with the gang. Right. Like they're sort of trying to sell him back to us too to make right. us wonder. Wait, is this going to be a thing? And guess what? Uh, we all decided, nah. nah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're good. This whole season with Roy is just him lingering. Oh, yeah. I fucked up, and you just guys. Staying around. Oh yeah. We forgot to talk about Michael oh, stealing God. steak off that guy's <laughs> fucking plate. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is style. that is insane. And I love that because that's part of the, when they're establishing that he's had a little that bit. That he's of drink. fucking hammered. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like he's yeah. drunk. Yeah. Belligerent. <laughs> 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 Yeah. At this point. And he is Brett Kavanaugh drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I man. fucking went there. No, no more skis for him. At Bambino Zampino. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but no, and I love the way that, though, it's family style, which yeah, I'm not yeah. even sure what that means. No, that's that, weird. Um, that, it's, yeah. it's very typical in a place. Like, I worked at uh, Brothers Hooligan, and they serve their side dishes family style, where, like, if multiple people uh, oh, choose mashed okay. potatoes, they can bring it out in a big bowl, yeah. and it's you can get refills. Yeah, people okay. just all come from that, it's, and then they, yeah. they you know, ask you, do okay, you want sure. some more? Or a lot it's of Chinese some, restaurants serve uh, the fried rice. It's somewhere in between a buffet and your normal dining. Yeah. Like you usually, you'll have your main entree, and that'll be your, your plate, plate, and yeah. then all your side dishes and stuff. So, and but even in that but situation, move the steak is plate. not going to be what's no. yes, well, and that's st- also true. And you still don't. That's also true. But you're that's not also <laughs> true. And you you don't also get to eat off someone else's. No, 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 plate. No, 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 no. You are not physically. You would using take your that from plate. a community bowl in the center. Yeah. Which in their case would have been that hot grill. Yeah. <laughs> And there are utensils to separate your whatever you've eaten yeah. from what they're eating. And, and I love the way that the character, the guy who whose plate it is, he you can his body language of just being all like uh, like shocked and uh, annoyed by Michael's actions, then immediately gets back into whoop, just eating on a date. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's all over. No, oh, like, yeah, I guess he does have a line. Yeah, yeah. it's a peculiar couple there in between them. With uh, yeah. you know, she was completely right. The fact that Dwight was <clears throat> not. Correct about the Nakiri knives. Oh yeah, are they not the better the ones? Asuba, yes, yeah. it is noted in the Wiki- the Dunderpedia that Asuba is used for a larger quantity, mm. and Nakiri is for home u- home usage ah. and less quantity. And that stare down between the woman and Dwight when she says, "I think he'd know." Yeah, and Dwight just sort of looks at her like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Bitch." <laughs> he is a good resting bitch face for right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so we get the splitting of the parties. The, the, yeah. the two factions, they split into two parties. Oh, that's right. It's a We get a, a flyer fight. Yeah, with a, with a more <laughs> brightly colored flyer. I love that line. Um, I understand this is confusing. Yeah. <laughs> there's one party here, and then there's a much more fun party. And you can get all the information here on our more brightly colored flyer. That line from Kevin, though, I, I didn't see where it was. Yeah, oh. they ripped down the flyers. <laughs> <It's so> brilliant. <laughs> Uh, with the also after okay so Stanley stands up and uh, can't really decide which one he wants to go to he looks at each person and then he looks at the camera and then that's when they break it for syndication yeah yeah uh, into the second episode and then it starts back with him deciding to go to Karen and Pam's party mm-hmm. then 
uh, Kevin comes to uh, Angela's party. Once everybody's kind of split, then there's that amazing stare down between Karen, Pam, and Angela as they're both walking into their respective parties. Mm -hmm. And it was just so funny to me. They like all three of them just killed it in that (laughs) moment. And even leading up to that, the the stuff from Angela with the trying to overshadow the announcement with her own announcement. (laughs) I have an announcement concerning your paychecks. They will be arriving on the normal day in the correct amount. And Hold then the on, way I have one more. <laughs> and she runs off to call Dwight and and you have that great moment where he just is, you know, breaking his protocol yeah. to to be like, nope, I'm calling this one. Start the party. <laughs> to hell with do the you rules. Have a, to hell with the have rules. A, or have you been given uh, authority to or yeah, something. Did Michael yeah. give you authority to yeah. do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> start and then in his best Emperor Palpatine, start the party. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we find out that Angela has sa- tried to sabotage their party by stealing the power cable to their karaoke mm. machine. She's ruthless. They're in an office. There's power cables all over that motherfucker. Oh, oh yeah. I'm but sure our... every printer in that place has They it. have the same power cable. Mm-hmm. It's universal almost across the board for that type of no, shit. No, man. Yep. This, this karaoke machine was exotic. <laughs> but that was just their way of getting Daryl to bring up his uh, keyboards. Yeah. And, and another and, stuff and, from him and, there. And know? the second group, Daryl. Daryl of the cities, of the series. And when, oh, After yeah? Booze Cruise. Oh, that's yes. right. Yep. And then the uh, the scene with Phyllis where he's just like, you know, well, when you guys get done with your meeting, <laughs> we're having a party in here. Yeah, see, this is a great Daryl episode, too, the way mm-hmm. he's further. So it's him and Roy that are up there. They're the only ones, apparently, who are important enough. Yeah, the only the, warehouse people that get invited to the party. It's, yeah, no sea monster this time. Yeah. But oh, man. It was a good. It, yeah, rest but in that, peace. Uh, yeah. Yes, rest in peace, sir. You were funny as shit. Uh yeah, the little meeting. Uh, y'all should come. I'm at a party. Mm-hmm. And Phyllis just breaks my heart this whole episode. Just with, She can play some she's She's hanging out in the doorway of, of Angela's party, sort of uh, just, you know, s- sadly thinking about how cool it must be at the other one. Uh-huh. Ryan comes back to get his jacket, and she, like a little sad puppy, goes, oh, cold? <laughs> cold in there? <laughs> yeah. trying to and then as he's already bit. walked away. Is it cold? <laughs> <laughs> Is this really? <laughs> that was her version of like, come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite moments in this episode is an Angela line. And that is when the waitress tries to leave with the little uh, nutcracker toy, the little bendable one. Yeah. And she goes, hey, give that back. And she goes, oh, I thought I could take it. And she goes, I don't come to your house and steal your Hello Kitty backpack. (laughs) (laughs) That line is both so incredibly insulting, but so fucking hilarious (laughs) at the same time. And for it to come from Angela of all people, Uh like, it's so fucking great. Oh, yeah. That that might have been the moment when she did crack. I know. Don't steal it. Come to your house and steal, steal your, your Hello, Hello Kitty, Kitty backpack. backpack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's got her ignorance down to a T. Oh my god! And, and but that girl is selfish. She does steal like a bike bicycle that was going to go. For oh, she straight. Drive. Yeah, Michael's <laughs> like. She just mentions the bike, and Michael's like, "You can have it." And then she takes it. And she's like, "Bet your ass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You give it up. I'm, I'm gonna take uh, you it. Said I'm I'm a, you said I could. You said I could. But I, and I mean, but literally, you have to imagine that these are two girls who watch these two drunk idiots try to pick up their friends, yeah. and then when they failed, come to pick up them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh. They're like, let's get some drinks out of this. We'll go get some snacks, and drinks. Exactly. Let's see what in this the is. middle of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle. Of the day. It's Christmas. Yeah. Why not? And of course, uh, uh, you know, once again, making it seem like this is a nighttime thing, we have all the Christmas gift scenes where we finally get uh, everyone give, giving each other gifts. Toby finally gets a, a robe. Yes. Dw- Dwight gets the walkie talkies. 
the uh, um, which is also when Dwight gets the walkie talkies is the moment that Karen and Pam cave. Yes, because yep. they're giving Dwight the walkie talkies, and then the one person that was on Angela's side is now on their side, and you see Angela sadder than she's been in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. That causes Karen and Pam to cave. Yeah, and then immediately, right after they fucking are nice. She admits to having stolen the power cord. Oh, I love that. At which point I would have been like, never fucking mind. Yeah. You stay here at your shit party because you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy. Like, it kind of made me mad that they caved. Like, yeah. I was, like, upset with them. I was like, no, stick to your guns. She pulled she a dick terrible. fucking move, and she just admitted to it. Well, and I love the way she is so just, like, coldly admitting to it. Oh, I think oh. I might know where one is. I may have seen it. Yeah. I may have seen it. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, she was desperate. That's uh, <laughs> but man. it was Christmas. They take they take pity on her, and they they have to they have to combine the parties because I also well, how else could we see your body is a wonderland being sung? Your body is a wonderland. Oh. The one only time I, I put my hands on it that in my life is when I'm watching this episode. Andy's ad libs in the middle of it. <laughs> put my hands on you. The, and the moment that the uh, the other waitress, his original girl, pulls up on the bike, and you see that look in Michael's he face. He realizes that he doesn't know which one is which. He doesn't remember, uh-huh. doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and even the scene where he makes the mistake, and, and the, the the girl plays it off so well to have no clue what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, because they're talking, yeah. and then he grabs a pretzel, and while she, that happens, she, she turns around. Away, yeah. And then he pokes the wrong one and says, my question to you is, do you agree? And she's like, do I agree with what? Uh-huh. He's like, do I agree with what? <laughs> and then she almost laughs her ass off. Uh-huh. That That's scene. true. It's true. But that was brilliant the way they moved between them and they kept establishing he Such didn't know what the hell was going on. So then we get Michael going into the kitchen where they are and going, where's my girl? Or I'm so drunk I can't tell. Yeah, and the you way she won't respond for at first. Like, so long. Uh, for so long. It's so. And then he's like, he pretends to eat the popcorn thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not too long after that, then they, they, they decide the party blows, so they're going to leave. Yeah. So well, maybe once when, she realizes. Maybe, maybe it's when she saw the little mark yeah, on her she arm. She saw the black made. mark on her arm and was like, did I just get branded? What's yeah, right. happening here? That was the second time I lost it. When you see him check it at least once after he puts it on, when he's talking to her. Oh, he does. Glances at her real quick. <laughs> oh, I never noticed that. Man. So funny. That's so <laughs> His his admission to Jim actually having done that was yeah. that was a it was kind of a tender moment between oh. those two. Oh yeah, that that's, that's actually yeah, that's my last oh, note in here was yeah. uh, that 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 whole part of of because not only is it like the, them laughing about that is so fucking genuine and so great like yeah, just him I mean he's cracking up about it and mm-hmm. but then they also talk about Jim talks about how he just had a rebound, blah, blah, blah. And then Jim starts to realize that that's sort of what Karen is for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's sort of, you know, he has a big realization in that moment. Yeah, he knows like, yeah, I'm sort of doing the same thing right now. Uh You know, am I really as into this person as I'm. Exactly. Think I am. He's not going through the breakup part, but he's like, wait, yeah. is that all this is? But he, you know? he knows the girl who broke his heart, and she knows who that is. Yep. And then he yeah, because he says, like, you're left thinking about the one that broke your heart. That you, really you really want. Wanted. That you yeah. really want. It's a, tough, it's a tough one to deal with on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I do love when Dwight is trying to sing Lady. Uh, he there's The first two lines he tries to sing normal, and yeah. then he just says, fuck it, and drops yeah. down an octave. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. you're my lady. <laughs> he just totally gives up. Uh-huh. And I was wondering if that was like, 
part of the script or if like just Rain Wilson was like, I could sing this song and then was like, nope. And then they just kept it. <laughs> that might not work so well. <laughs> and his little high five to Kevin right in the middle. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Kevin walks by. He's like, hell yeah, bro. Because <laughs> Kevin's had his moment with his Alanis Morissette. You, you, yeah. you, 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 I don't know. I love that we get an original Creed song, of course. So we, we were do. talking about that. Yes. Uh, Forever. And I, I actually didn't know what that was until today. You guys. Really? Like, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I that was know. one I just never looked up. Yeah. I would always wonder. I'd go, what is that song? And then I'd go, I'm going to look it up. And then I just didn't. I yeah. think I learned either at the, learned concert, at the concert. You know, I, I, le- okay, I learned yeah. it at the concert. I, I bet I did, too, because I, I knew I just learned it pretty recently. You, you, you might have, yeah, because he was explaining it. This is the song oh, yeah. that I sang. Yep. Scott yeah, Stapp it. told you at the Creed concert. He did, yeah. He's like, this is. arms wide open. Scranton pants. Oh, I'm not doing that. The uh, but yeah, but that song "Reeling with Love" uh, is, is really good. <laughs> Golden Street. All right, no. We get a quick Meredith uh, moment after when Stanley and Kelly are ma- make, making drinks. Oh, yeah. and Meredith Meredith's is all about the so alcohol, sweet. especially on Christmas. That's too sweet. She just walks by with straight vodka. Straight up. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you ever drink straight vodka? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. man. That's uh, that's that's some hobo shit right it's, there. It's, it oh, yeah. tastes about as good as sake does. That was my rock bottom. Oh, sake's much better than vodka. That's uh, true. Yeah. Man. That's a good point. Saki has only the, the is, has a, a much lower alcohol either. content. Yeah, yeah. Saki's more comparable to wine. Wine, exactly. Liqueur. Vine. Yeah. Come on, guys, <laughs> get your booze straight. So, and then when the I'm gr- not up on my sake, you're not a real alcoholic. <laughs> when the girls leave, I'm a fake one. Of course, we get uh, Michael one more time trying to uh, invite someone to Sandals. Yeah, yeah. All inclusive. Oh, he's the going yeah. second time, third time if you count him asking Pam. He asked Pam. Yeah, yes, so that's Pam. three. No, thank you. Well, <laughs> well, and then we see the last one, but we don't know who he's asking. Exactly. No. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Who's on the phone? Did anybody have any ideas out there who it was the first? And be honest now, who did you think it was? His mom. Yes, that's that's who you really thought it was yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. But now, now going back and knowing who we know it is, it, it does make sense the way he's sort of surprised. He's like, "Really? Okay." Oh yeah. Great. In that because in that episode, there is no, there's not even like really a mention of Jan at all. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I, my first viewing, I remember trying to think like, "Well, who would he resort to?" And I'm like, well, maybe he called his fucking mom. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, last we knew that uh, she was pissed off at him, and why the hell would she go? Because he his he mom? Picked, no, Carol or uh, Jan. Jan. Yeah. Because he picked, uh, you that know, was, uh, the he, love triangle had. Uh, well, and then uh, and he then everything he dealt with since then was Oscar. Oscar. Uh, he, he outing Oscar, and then he had he fired Martin, yeah. or then he had fired Tony. That's right. Who's trying to quit. And then he made yeah. Martin quit. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, she's they had nothing but trouble graces. with him so far. They were nothing. They were nothing and then Hannah graces. quits while he's on vacation. Yeah. It's, it's pretty serious. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that'll be next, yeah. Speaking of Hannah Smotrich Bar, we yeah. actually do get to see her smile once in this, in this episode. In this oh, episode. wow. Where was uh, it? I missed it. Right yeah. as Angela's singing Little Drummer Boy. <clears throat> Ew. The one she's thing she would like, ba- yeah. She's way in the back. Just sort of she's into pleasant as can be. Ew. Yeah, I know. That's weird. They did a great job Why with her. Why is that the thing that made her happy? I don't know. Because she really is Stanford's Angela. Like, oh, you're right. She is, you're she, right. She, you're is, right. she is the sourpuss from Stanford. You're right. She's but, a curmudgeon. Yeah. But if they kept her around, one one would have killed the other one. That's yeah. why she had to go. There can be only one. Because that's like, like highlight that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Angela gets nicer. It was part of the quickening. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, man, I think we've covered just about everything we in this episode. 
Oh, I think so. Yeah, the CIA prank, of course. Jim coming on. Oh yeah, yeah. CIA prank. They're they actually look up how much a bus ticket is to to where are they trying to send? Oh, to Langley. 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 Yeah, where where CIA headquarters are. And they look it up, and obviously it's more than they want to spend on a prank. Yeah. And so Jim says, "Well, what about a helicopter?" Oh. And then we end on Dwight on the roof waiting for a helicopter that's not coming. And then he gets a text that says, uh, mission's been compromised, abort, destroy cell phone. And so he just chucks his cell phone, which, by the way, that's just going to break the phone. Yeah. That like, won't... all the information is still accessible, everything. Yeah. Like, that's not destroying your phone. <laughs> Dwight. Yeah, and he, he knew better than that. Oh, yeah, that's what that's, I was thinking. That was like, always a, a bit of a whole thing. As, as, like, yeah, the sort of survivalist type I, I, person Dwight is, he knows how to destroy a cell phone. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think he cracked under pressure. Under, like, he just panicked. <laughs> he, he just panicked, and that was his first like, inclination. Oh, abort. <laughs> abort, abort. Oh, I don't yeah. know why he turned into Hank Hill there. <laughs> oh, 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 Man. But that further cements that Jim and Pam and their flirting is back. Yeah. Because he accepts Pam's mission to name because he's mission. Because he's he accepted. Back. He's accepted. And her that expression. she's not going anywhere yes. in his heart. Yeah. He realizes And, and next it. to his kids. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she was always there in his heart <laughs> next to his kids. Uh, and I love the Oscar Adjacent scene, of to his kids. <laughs> Kid adjacent. <laughs> and we, we mentioned Oscar's back, so. Uh, oh, but God, I, I love the scene. Thank God we didn't forget that. Him and Gil with a too soon. Oh. As Angela's singing Little Drummer Boy, they walk in, see her singing Little Drummer Boy with Dwight knelt in front of her as the human mic stand. Uh-huh. I'm sure and those two like, aren't doing anything. Too soon. Yep. We out. <laughs> we, that was perfect, though. And it was sort of one of those little extra things that only this show can do so well. Yeah. Yep. In my estimation. Uh, anything we missed? Anything else uh, scenes you guys want to bring up? I can't think of no, anything. I can't think of anything. We've it was two episodes. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good one. I see uh, a couple of numbers on your page there. So you got numbers. some trivia for us? Numbers and trivia. Oh, and facts and figures. yeah. All right. Let's see what we can do here. Um, this is where my competitive nature comes out. Yeah. 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 Uh, this, this one kind of came up earlier, but whatever. H- how, was, how was Dwight planning on uh, preparing that goose? Roast. Oh, yeah. Nice. But how the fuck was he going to do that? Yeah, in, yeah. The, in, the, in the toaster oven. Toaster oven. Piece oh, you're definitely going to start a fire with that. If you start a fire with a cheese pita. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least this one won't be Ryan. And also, you're going to have to cook it in several chunks in small pieces. Yeah, you're going to start many fires. Yeah, yeah he's taking a half day off because that's got to take a little while to, a long to time. prepare it. To, a long time. To, to prepare a goose for cooking even <laughs> in an office space. In an yeah. office space or in your car. Uh, number two, how many kids in ski- were there in Skis and Greetings? Two. Yeah. 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 You beat me to it, but I knew it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so what did what sickness did Michael fake to go to uh, Magic Camp? What, oh, or what shit. did he say? What did he say? He dental surgery? Uh, no. Fuck. Man. <laughs> Last know. year, my boss Michael Scott said he had blank, but really he went. Really Ch- he was just, chicken pox? I don't know. Nope. <clears throat> kind of getting close. Oh yeah. Sort of. I don't know. <laughs> it was a thing. Uh, to have. It was an mono? <laughs> no. No. Close. Kind of close. I don't know. They're all. All right. What was it? it? Pneumonia. 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 Man. Yep. All right. Number all three. Right. Number, number f- uh, four. Four. Yeah. Uh, Who are we? Oh. Oh. How much money did Carol save Michael on his? Uh, three thousand dollars. Eh. What? Four thousand dollars. Eh. I don't know. 
two thousand dollars. Ah, was it two thousand? I thought it was three thousand. She saved Man. me two thousand dollars. She's a smart cookie. I'm gonna go back and look. <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> check it up. Check, someone <laughs> fact check me. I, I I stand by my questions answers. Uh, oh, what are the exact ingredients? Exact ingredients with measurables on Nagasaki's. It is one part uh, eggnog. Three parts sake. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Boom. That was a tiebreaker, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Is that the last one, or you, you got one more? I got one more. Okay. Do it for fun. Uh, oh. Because if you get this one, we'll end tie. Yeah. Here, here's a here's a very random one. What does Kelly put on Ryan's nose? What does Kelly put on Ryan's nose? There's a little backward. There's a little. Oh, it's a candy cane. You got it. Oh, nice. She hangs it on his nose. Just yeah. Starts the scene. Yeah. And uh. <laughs> send. Boom. Man. Damn. Fiend. <laughs> Good time doing a uh, Christmas time. in Scranton. Christmas is happy. They're really doing. They're really these Christmas episodes. I think they'll keep them around for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, know. at this point, also they skip Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll yeah. just go and do another Christmas one. Yeah. Well, and they, sk- they skipped St. Patty's Day for like six years. This so, is true. You know. This is true. They had their favorites. Yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad they did. Kick ass episode. Yeah, it absolutely was, and uh, and the first of episodes. Many. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, and, and a great part of the season, and we, we've had so much good before come before. We've got so much great stuff coming up. Uh, like we keep saying again and again and again, this is the high point of the show right here. We are yeah. in the zenith heaven. Yeah. True story. Oh man. True story. All right. Any final thoughts on Benny Hanna Christmas before we wrap it up? Benny Hanna Christmas. I just wanted to bookend it with that. I want to. When is this coming out? Uh, this one will be out uh, this Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. This Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So, yeah. got anything you want to? I do. Yeah. Actually, Tell us about yeah. what's going on. A couple with good you. things coming up. Uh, got lots of stuff coming up. So, right? the, yeah. So, if it's this Wednesday, this Saturday, October thirteenth, mm-hmm. uh, I will be at the Cherokee Casino in West Salem Springs, right on the o- Oklahoma Arkansas border, opening for Kyle Kinane. Very cool. Uh, right. The voice of Comedy Central. You've seen him on Drunk History. He was in the house with Will Ferrell and. Uh, uh, Amy Poehler. Right. Our, our Tulsa friends might have seen him right here in Tulsa at the Blue Whale Comedy Festival. Yeah, last year he was at the Blue Whale Comedy oh, Festival. Awesome. Um, yeah, super excited for that. That's this Saturday, uh, Cherokee Casino, West Salem Springs. I believe it's WSSCherokeeCasino.com. Yeah. And awesome. uh, you can also just go to Kyle Kinane's website and you can get a uh, ticket link directly from there as well. Cool. Um, and then uh, the next Thursday, October mm-hmm. 18th, uh, me and Hilton's uh, main main bitch. Yeah, <laughs> um, our our other podcast, Opinions Like A Holes, will be celebrating our 100th episode yeah. live and free at Blackbird on Pearl. Mm-hmm. That's October Great 18th, place. Thursday. Um, we're gonna kick off about eight o'clock. Yeah, um, we've got a lineup of guests. Uh, that includes enemy of the show Ryan Green. Yeah. So if you don't listen to the show, there's an ongoing thing. Uh, Ryan has become our he was our enemy from the first time he came on. We've mentioned him once or twice here on the on the the Quad P and and, and is and he an enemy of this show too? You know, really, I think in many ways he's an enemy of so many shows. He's, he's an, an enemy, enemy of, of the people. That it's wise yeah. to just assume it's yours not the as media. Well. It's Ryan Green is it the is. enemy of the people. It, it had yeah. to start somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't just with you guys. Uh, uh, so we'll have him. We'll also have singer-songwriter Lauren Barth, Absolutely. Uh, whose album Forager is on Horton Records. Uh, get that. Oh. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chuck Stickle from Z104.5 The Edge. He's a good man. And yeah. uh, Bill Sr. Those two guys have been on our show three times. Yeah. Always, Always good so time. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we nice. can talk to Bill about his uh, cameo in the last scene of uh, the last episode of Barry. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. And cool. his... Uh, Emmy winning. Love that show. Offspring. Yeah. 
<laughs> so definitely come on out for that yeah, again. That's that uh, awesome. just on the 18th of October, and then make sure and head out uh, on the 13th and go see some comedy with Kyle Kinane and uh, Zampino here. Yeah, and if you need a pick, yeah. uh, <laughs> I know we don't do it on this yeah. show, but I'm just do used our picks to it. And plugs. Yeah, man, uh, brand new Coheed and Cambria album is yeah, out. Yeah, that is good. Faxis, uh Act yeah. One, the Unholy Creatures or Unheavenly Creatures, and they're coming to also November 5th at Cam's Ballroom. Super Excellent. excited for that. Excellente. And we talk about it on this show all the time, but uh, again, you know, if you guys aren't uh, listening to Opinions Like A Holes, why don't you stop by and check out an episode? Like, yeah. we, like he said, we are about a hundred strong at this point, I, and I have recommend. a good time. And if you like wrestling. If you like wrestling, absolutely. Uh, I got one that I do with Cam Porter called yeah, Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam, mm-hmm. and that's where we are sort of doing a chronological. Well, I mean, we are chronological. Yeah. We're doing sort of what you guys are doing, but we're yeah. doing it with every wrestling pay per view that is available on the WWE Network. Yeah, uh, which is pretty much all of them. Yes, um, uh, some of them that Good actually weren't too. on pay per view originally. They were like. Uh, you know, some of them aired on cable originally, but they're yeah. the events that we know as pay-per-views, like a Survivor Series yeah. or yeah. a Rumble. Those are the ones I could see. Those big specials. Exactly. They wouldn't let me get pay-per-views. Right. Yeah. No, those that were, show, those were great. Style and Profile, and very much was uh, an inspiration for what we did here with uh, People Person's Paper Podcast. It was. So. Yeah, the chronological podcasts are just so much fun, man. I mean, uh, uh, Go so Bayside was kind of the one that started it for me. Yeah. Uh, getting, uh, yeah, that's how I kind of... That was the first, I think, episode by episode breakdown I ever listened to the whole thing, uh-huh. um, and that was by April Richardson, uh, who also has been on Opinions Like A Holes. Everybody, yeah, absolutely, just about ten or but so yeah. episodes back. But if you like Saved by the Bell, man, go binge uh, that whole mm-hmm. thing because it's all her. You know, she's finished it already. Yeah, uh, she did the whole thing and both movies. Uh, How many seasons was that? I think there was oh, I don't remember maybe five. Okay, yeah, okay. something like that. Mm. Uh, but so goddamn funny. Hmm. Uh, she has some of the best guests on there too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the episode What's by that episode, there, uh, that, that, that go Bayside, go Bayside, go Bayside. Very funny. And then watch that Zach Morris is trash. That's oh funny, shit! Though. Yeah, the funnier awesome. die series, yeah. so funny. God Man. damn it! And they're so accurate. And that what's funny is like that had to have been inspired by her podcast because a lot of her podcast is just about how Zach Morris is a sociopath. Yeah, and they point out like actual sociopathic tendencies, and it's hilarious. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! I love it. You got a pick you want to throw in? Uh, no picks for me. <clears throat> in the, okay. No picks for <clears throat> me. I came. I came pickless today. Cool. Yeah, that's all right. You know what? Don't no picks today, guys. Just do it like you do on <laughs> on Netflix. Get on. Think you're gonna watch something else, and then just watch The Office again. That's right. That's my pick. Mm. So. Always The Office. Yeah. yeah that, that's why office. I don't have one. I'm just watching The Office all the time. Yeah. Uh, Zampino, come back and do it again soon. Absolutely. Please. Yeah, cool. Thank Next you. Christmas, I'll give you, you my time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll come and do your show. We'll have lots of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, season uh, four is where is there a Christmas episode. There is Meredith oh, gets not. her hair caught on fire. I think it's right. Five. Is that five? I think it's five. I think it's five. I don't think they 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 had the writer strike, so they didn't have long enough. Yeah. I they think did. they still did. did they? Check it, check it, check it. There's one, no, no, because there's one season they didn't, and it's the first season. Oh, that's only I, one I season am they did. It? Nearly positive. Really? Oh, now we gotta. Now we. Next on, Christmas, we're looking it up. Yeah. No, I don't. Bear see with it. us, folks. Maybe I don't think we do. No, we that's don't. Interesting. I was right. Yeah. Oh, all right. So it's season five. All right. Well, we'll see you. We'll see you before then. Though. I'm yeah, I'll come for yeah, season come four now. for yeah. something. Yeah. There's something in there worth it. All right. Well, thanks Maybe again. Goodbye, Toby. Thanks, man. Yeah. Good time. Absolutely. Glad to have you. My pleasure. All right, Brian. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And we'll do it again uh, real soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of our guest uh, Michael Zampino, my co-host Brian Sittler, Later. my name is Hilton Price, and I want to thank you for listening to the People Persons Paper Podcast. We've been so very happy to have you. And guys, I sure hope you're coming back next week because next week we're checking our email and hey. 
what's this? Menomina. I don't know. I lost the melody. 